have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Greetings, Atlanta, America, Worldwide Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100AM. You're on a shop talking randomness with King Insane. I am Will Sane. It's your boy, Rick King. We are in the building. I am behind the glass. I am on the boards. I am, I am, I am. Y'all know what this is. This ain't never some good old-fashioned barbershop-style conversation. Where in this same barbershop, no conversation is taboo. We ain't got but one rule and one rule only in this same barbershop. And what's that rule, Will? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say, just don't be mean when you say it. Hey, to join the show, to come into the show, to be a customer and a participant of the show, please dial 404-603-8770 or... If you're in your mammy basement, please let her know. It's not one of them nine 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 nine. Please let her know it's not one of them freaky digit numbers. Sometimes it is, but it's definitely not tonight. It's not one of them triple nine number, but you can call us. It's on us. Let her know it's free. It's one triple eight nine two six seven five six two. You can also find us on Facebook Live Talk under Talking Random Ish. You can also find us on Google Play Podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcast. You can also find us on Spotify. The shop is now open what's good my brother nothing much man how about yourself man you all right hey man i am <laughs> i am i am i don't know what all i am but i am <laughs> you know what man it is a struggle right now i think i think it's, it's a mental struggle for a lot of us right now bro. yes i concur with you my brother because mentally bro I'm about ready to check out of a lot of places. Oh, but not on the earth now. Come on. No, 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 no. I got a lot of oh. work to do. Oh, okay. I got okay. a lot of work to do on earth. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of work to do. I'm definitely not ready to go. But it's some places that I frequent regularly that I'm ready to check out of. Oh, but you know, we got to talk. We got to wrap. We got to. We got to wrap the talk. I mean, you know, not on. I ain't gonna. I ain't, I'm not gonna have. You don't have to name. You don't have to name those spots and everything and places and all that on air. But you know, we ain't gonna have the conversation off air. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, we always down for a good conversation. Good conversation, rude the nation, man. <laughs> conversation, rude the nation, my brother. But yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But how how you been, man? How's your week been? Man, I'm gonna tell you. So I just got back from hanging out with the kids and and up in uh Pigeon Forge. Okay. I just got back today. That's why. That's why I didn't come down today, man. That's why I couldn't make it into. That's why I couldn't make it into the studio today. I've been driving all day. Got back today, and I was like, I'm just too. I'm, I'm exhausted, mentally exhausted, driving exhausted. So yeah, man. But but had a good time with the kids, though, man. I mean, they 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 had a good time, uh, and it was just it's just like one of those relaxing times. You know, it's where it's like you try to disconnect from society. Yes. Didn't watch like news or anything like that. Didn't even try to keep up with the news. 
try to stay off my phone as much as possible, try to stay off the internet as much as possible, and just, just kick back and relax, man. So I had a good time, man. I complain, bro. Hey, man, th- 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 those are the beautiful times, man. Those are the times when you, um, I mean, your kids are at both of them at their age. Like I said, they're they the same age as my, my two babies. Yeah. And um, they're at that age, man, where she's getting ready to move on to the to another phase in her life with her senior year and then this this senior year being a little this school these both for both of them the school years are different you know the way it ended and the way it possibly gonna come back in and and so these are some very important times with some very important things going on and um y'all are y'all are y'all talking much are are you doing a lot of talking or more listening right now you know you know it, it's like I, I, I'm, I'm lost right now, and, I, and I'll be honest, you know, I'm, I'm totally lost when it comes to how much to be involved in her life and how much to be, like. Like I'm that person who's like, "Hey, come to me when you when you want to talk." Because I don't want to put. Because she, she, it, it was so funny. Because talking to her, she said, "Dad," I said, "Yeah, baby." She said, "You know the only things you ever talk about?" I, I figured it out. I said, "What?" She said, "Ninety percent of the stuff you talk about is about money and cars." And I'm like, what? She said, yeah. And the other, like, 7% is just random stuff. And then 3% is about your cat. <laughs> so you broke it down for me. So now I'm so conscious. I'm so, I'm so conscious about what I can say to her now. Because I'm like, okay, do I always talk to her and let you about, well, 90% is about money, cars, and drugs, she said. Because I always lecture them about, don't do drugs. You've got to learn how to make money. And, and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, she she swears that's all I talk about. So I'm like, yo, I got I gotta I gotta dial down and also I gotta sometimes I gotta think about what I'm saying to her and am I lecturing her instead of allowing her to talk to me and me just give her feedback. Not lecturing feedback, but just yeah, yeah, feedback. Because yeah. I I was just finna ask you when were you when was the last time you asked her what was on her mind or how she feel, you know. You ask that often. I, I, I ask that often because my kids, have, all three of them, have always been kids who I've always been amazed at when I just look at them. Yeah. Because their eyes would just look like they're wondering. It looks like their mind is just thinking. Uh-huh. And I ask them, like, what are you thinking? They're like, nothing. I'm like, you're not thinking anything right now. They're like, yeah, I'm not thinking anything. But their eyes and their mind look like they're just so they're wondering. So I always ask them. But they they don't want to open up. I'm gonna tell you, whenever you're ready to open up, I'm here. I'm here. I'm is, is, it, is it is it one of them things where they don't open up to you, but they 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 give oh, it all to mama. mama? Oh, mama, everything, man. Yeah. Mama knows everything. Mama contacts me and she tells me stuff. Yes. And people, yes. <laughs> you know, me, me and mom, that's what I say. We have like the best friendship. She contacts me. Doc, doc contact me. Hey. This is going on. This is going on. I'm like, yo, I just tried to talk to them about it. Yeah, they you know how they are. Yeah. I'm like, come on. They, they, well, yeah, they won't talk to me. So I'm like, okay. So I'll find out from her. So are they okay. scared? Are, are they scared of you or are they are scared of your opinion? I think I, I'm starting to wonder. I, I really think that's what it is. You know, that military, that yes. military mind state is that problem solved. And, and it's that I don't want. And let's cut all out the cut out the BS. Don't want to hear. It. Let's just get to the problem. Solve, solve the problem. What's and I think that that task that that's been so 
instilled in me yeah. that, you know, that, that's what I, I often get told. Like, you can't think about the kids as your soldier. You got to think about your kids as people. See, it's funny that it's, it's, it's funny that you 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 raising soldiers, and I guess I'm raising athletes because they say um a lot of times it's been said that um hey Rick um, you ain't coaching here, you're not coaching right now. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, because uh, it's like when I'm in, I guess when I'm when I'm focused, I'm in a coaching mode. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely get it, but man, you know. Um, <laughs> Open up to you? Do they open? Do the kids open up to you? When they telling me something against me? Okay, yeah, about about yourself, but not about but not about their personal life, yeah, like that. Yeah, I know all my faults. Yeah, yeah, you know, Daddy always, Daddy's always gonna know all his faults. Yeah, and but. Yeah. Yeah. I under I understand where it comes from. So, mm-hmm. you know, and my goal now is to, is if 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 that is where we communicate that, well let's communicate from there and the, but let's keep continue let's continue the communication so that we can go from there. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> Cuz I'm at a point where, you know, ask me whatever it is you want to ask me. But what I try to, t- you know, I and I try to tell anybody that asks me a question, um, be prepared for the answer. Be prepared for my answer. You know. Do you do you feel that sometimes? All right, so let me ask you a question about that. Are you? Are you? I know that we're, we're, you and I both feel like we, we got we got to be we got to tell you what's on our mind. You ask us a question, we got to tell you directly what's on our mind. But with your, but do you feel like that with your kids though? Do you have to dial it back instead of just giving you directly what's on your mind, the the the, the first answer or the immediate answer? Do you find yourself having to like really monitor and go over what you're about to say before it comes out, or do you just say it still? I used to have no tact at all, none. Yeah. So I had to realize that I can't be that way. But what hurt that is I became so tactful till when you ask me something, I try to think it through before I answer. I I try not to um I try not to just say the first thing that comes to my mind. Even though the first thing that comes to my mind might be the the total truth, and I'm gonna give you the truth, but I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to break I'm trying to say it in a way that it doesn't hurt you, because I I I being married I figured out that I can say words in such a way that it can cut you. Yeah. So I had to become mindful of that, and so I tried I tried to think before I answer a question and that's everywhere and I try to use that in my everyday life because I deal with a lot of dummies (laughs) I mean so I try to be mindful of who I'm dealing with and who I'm talking to and especially and, and I try to definitely do it with my kids and sometimes I think right now because of where me and my kids are at in our lives I think I'm sometimes too mindful 
And sometimes I need to just say what it is I need to say. But sometimes I feel that I be, I, it's like I'm being through their, through their eyes. It's like, it's almost like they're judging every word I say sometimes. Yeah. Because our, our words cut them, man. And, and that's what I, I'm realizing more and more. Our words cut them. Because our kids are trying to win over our food. And, and, and so when we come off the way we come off, that's why I really have to dial down and, and, and be careful about what I say now. Is because I realize that they're, I, I, I've been so, I'm so critical that like it, it really can, it can damage them. Yeah, like like Jace right now can't even play. Ba- Jace Jace can't even play basketball with me there. Like I can't go to practice. I can't go to his practices. I can't go to his games because he's a totally different player when I'm there and when I'm not there. When I'm there, he's looking in the stands looking for me for a hoop. Am I doing things right? He thinks I'm gonna. I can't even like. I, I have to sit there still. I can't. I can't. I can't even like look at him. I gotta look at like other things. Look at other things going on because if he sees that i'm looking at him he shuts down mm. and i know it's because he's trying to trying to please me because of how critical i am so that's why i'm realizing that i do have to be more mindful and encouraging instead of being instead of critiquing him on stuff well see what i used to do even when, when i was coaching and i used um i coached my son in football um but i didn't coach him directly I never wanted to coach him directly, but I've always, and I tell him and I used to tell all the boys, have fun. No matter what happens, have fun. Try not to worry about whatever else going on to make sure you're having a good time. And um, like when he, like when he's playing basketball, I try, I, will, I probably can never sit down and just watch a game because because when he's playing, if he's not, if he's not doing what I know he could do, it irks me. So yeah, I have to get up. I have to get up and move because at that point I will start coaching, and I yeah, and, and I never and I never want to be that parent that coaches their kids from the side because that is absolutely the most irritating one of the most irritating things that you can have as a coach. Is a parent telling you something that's going against whatever it is that you're going because you know you you know what the game plan is and the and, the, and a lot of times the parent don't. <laughs> so I try. So so a lot of times, if you ever see me at one of his basketballs game, I'm I'm I'm, I'm away, and you know, kind of walking away from it, so that if I'm coaching, I'm coaching to myself. You know. Now, but if he look at me sometimes, because sometimes I have seen him look at me like he's asking me, then I may say yeah. something. But other than that, I try not to, you know, I because I, it's hard. It's hard. That's the that is absolutely the hardest thing to do is being a coach or or being a lover of something and watching your kid come through that because. As a parent, you want to protect them, guide them, and you know take them all the way to the best of your abilities. But yeah, man, this parenting thing yeah. hard, man. It is, bro. It, you know, there's there's books out there, but damn, if I'm gonna read them, 
Much other wing it. Hey man, <laughs> I mean, but, but let me tell you the funny books. The funny books are the ones that that are not parents that write these books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> until you until you don't been in that with that thing, man, it's it's different, and 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 it's different because of all the things that goes on in the kid's life, and it's just just. They mind is taking in so much stuff on a day-to-day basis yeah. until it's like, man, yeah. you know. And then out the out, then all the stuff that we have to take in, and then you know you're trying to filter all this stuff out, all the noise out, and try to figure out the fine line so that we can have you know some good, decent human family conversation. Hey, so that that, that leads into what we got to talk about, man. We got to talk about talking to our kids about solution yes sir to the problems that they're seeing and the and the and, and all the uncivil unrest that we're having right now though. yes sir so, yes, sir you know for the for, for the past few weeks we just we we've seen a lot we've heard a lot um the world the world has been shaken yes it, it, it's stuck right now yes and and i i sat down and you and i talked you and I talked previously, uh-huh. and and we talked last week with Eric about it. Yes, was about okay. We we need to come with some solutions. Yes, like what are some good solutions that we feel? Yes, that could come about. Yes, with this when we when we, when everyone is yelling change. So, do you want to take a break before we get into it, or do you want to go straight into it? Let's take a quick break and um. Um, because our, our appointment has got here, so let's um let's go ahead. We're okay. gonna take a quick break, and once we come back, we can come and um and let's start talking but, about the, some of the solutions. Cause I um and, I reached out we, to huh? I apologize. Go ahead. Because I reached out to a couple cats um about this um and me and you've had this conversation about some of the money things, and I and I and I reached out to one of my OGs, and you know asked him some questions and things. And um, just to get some feedback, to get some, 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 some roundabout, some, some, some more complete. Try to get a more complete answer to some of these riddles, man. But um, like I say, um, our appointment is here. Um, but we're gonna take a quick break. Um, then we're gonna come back and see. Hopefully, we can we can start putting together some solutions to some of these problems. And can we start by talking about some of the things that we feel are not solutions? Because there's a few things that's going on right now that I feel are not solutions. Yes, I mean we gonna we gonna we gonna we let's do that quickly when we come back. Hit them quick. I do it quickly. I list a few of mine. You list a few of yours, and I call it. And I'll point and list a few of theirs. All right. So let's get on the, All, All right. right. Let's do it, brother. All right, y'all. Um, please keep. Ty, please, 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 please keep in touch with us. If y'all want to holler at us in the barbershop, please hit us at 404-603-8770. If you're on Facebook Live, um, please hit your questions. Type them in and we can get them. I'm at all your solutions, your solutions, because tonight we're trying to get some solutions to this thing. Um, but we will be right black. Freedom or death, you shall all be moved. Vanguard. This is protected by the red, the black, and the green with the key city. 
Abracadabra, a la baby Perfecta, all hail Funkin' Lesson, sweet tongue grand right of scrolls, now behold, let the legend unfold, born in the cosmos, for no time and space to exist, live in the midst of the chaos, mortals label me as a logical, mythological, they couldn't comprehend when I brought the word, a stick called verb, a black still nerve, teaching those actors and actresses, who write a couple lines on what black is, really? Then they label me a sin, when a brother just speaks what's within, I guess I'm blacker than the shadow in the darkest alley that they're always scared to go in, boo, I wear boots and beads, bags and braids, stick and scroll, rings and shades, walk in the light of the moon, but I've never been a Batman, African call it black man, brother extracts the African steps in your movements, enhance for improvements, grand funk, a new home for the phrase, funk and lesson the pathway, ready or not, Where the jar is my brain, I'm living to retrieve cells And turn on my stick, picture bigger, native liquor figure The pull of the trigger goes zoom, not boom Not a bunch of sissy, but saviors braver The red, black, and green, it's just so much more than red, black, and green You ask what I mean, but yet the sundown shades and lights and dreams Watch too late, oops, upside your head You drop through a bitch like lead, where you going? What's your speed, what's your pleasure, what's your need? The branches, roots and seeds, forwards, backwards, many degrees, questions, answers, what's the sum? We have come. Out of the darkness in panther skin comes doctors, driving pink caddies, bearing the remedy to your existence. Yes, it gets blacker, with a Nat Turner lick. Martin, Adam, Malcolm, Huey, there's a party at the crossroads. Welcome black, welcome black, welcome black, welcome black to Barbershop Talking Random Mitch with your boys King is saying I am Rick Kane. Yeah. You don't know who you are? Yeah, me. Well, who are you then? What? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay, my bad, my bad. Mm. I'm trying out some new I'm trying out some new headphones. So I'll be am I coming in clear? 
Trying out some new headphones. You, you coming in clear now, but I mean. Oh, my bad. Technical difficulty. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, like I say, um, we do have a guest. I guess is in the building. Who in my barbershop? What you need? What you want? Rick Will, you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I trust that you've completed your homework assignments. Um. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's talking about. Mean... <laughs> I don't know what's talking about. <laughs> I trust that the two of you have some better knowledge than you had before about what is and what the value is of a citizen's review board. Well, we're going to get to yeah. that in a minute. We're going to okay. get to that in a minute. We're going to get to that in a minute. I mean, I try every day to grow to grow and get be more knowledgeable today than I was yesterday. So, I mean, it's possible that that did happen. Okay. I have a healthy appreciation <laughs> for you about that. Okay. So, how are you, Mr. Eric? How are you? I'm in a perpetual state of struggle, but that's not what I called about. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, uh, um, before we left, uh, um, Will, you want yes, to you want to hit the real quickly the things that ain't the answer to the riddle. Yes. Yes. There are a few things that I've seen lately that's coming about from this from the from the civil unrest right now, and from uh, from the killing of of, of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and uh, countless others. So one, I thought the other day that they're going to get rid of um, that they're going to get rid of cops. Cops is being uh, taken off the air after like over thirty years. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's what that's a that's something that we call it for, or if that's going to make a change to take the cops off the air. I think cops should. I think cops should have been off the air twenty years ago, but I think it's just entertainment. I think it was entertainment. I think just because of this coming, this why are we taking cops off the air because of this? You know, the second thing, I, what? you know, we're in a hypersensitive, overly sensitive world that, right that's now. That's where I'm going, and that's where I'm going. Number two, I don't understand the disbanding of police forces and defunding police forces. I don't understand how that is going to solve the problem. Getting rid of the, I, I want to say that I do believe we need the police. All right, we do need the police. Force. We need a better police force, but defunding the police force and disbanding and abolishing the police force like they plan that like they voted to do in Minneapolis. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's a proof. But what if um, just being a devil advocate? What if the the police force is so corrupt from the inside out that I if it's so if the police force to me is so corrupt from the inside out I say reform the police I say bring in uh, do a review of the police force that you currently have do a review of the officers who are currently on the force keep those who are up to par. And those who aren't, get rid of them. And then recruit new police uh, police, uh, police officers who will be held to the standard that the new police uh, regime puts in place. But see, That's what I believe should happen. But to me, them doing that, I don't think is a result from just this particular incident. Because I, uh, boss, a few the years... The bossing of the police force? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think 
I don't think that they just doing it off this of of the killing of um Greg Floyd. George Floyd. George Floyd. Why do I keep why do I call him Greg? George Floyd. I don't think they just doing it because of that. I think they doing it because there's there's there has to be some very bad things going on within that particular police force. Because I don't know um then then New Jersey do this a few years ago. Well, they totally redid, they set theirs back to zero on their total police someone, someone told me that Camden, New Jersey, yes. and I, I didn't look it up, but I, I am going to look it up after we get off. Uh, someone told me that Camden, New Jersey, got a, got rid of their police force, and they have, I guess, like a citizen-enforced police force. However, I would say citizen police force could be great if we didn't have the no snitch policy and the scare tactics in the hood that currently are in the hood. Well, see, once, 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 once we start talking exactly. about once once we start talking about solutions, I'm gonna address I'm gonna address this no this okay. snitching thing. Once we get okay, into we'll get, solutions, we'll get, and that's why we gonna earmark we gonna earmark we gonna earmark that term right there. Okay, and w- once we get. Because, like I said, I've ha- I've been having some conversations this week. So, um, it, it, oh, and the, my, so my last thing then is, and this is one of the stupidest things I've seen so far. And I tried to get, I, I tried to see this to you, man, but it didn't go. Through. So let me pull it up real, real, real quick. So there is a there's a cartoon for anybody who has kids called Paw Patrol. Right? Yeah. Paw Patrol is like all these little dogs yeah, yeah, yeah. who are like civil servants and everything. And all this. Fire, it's a fire dog, a garbage dog, a police, police dog, dog yeah, yeah. a rescue dog, and all that kind of thing. They are calling for Paw, for Paw Patrol to get rid of the police dog. A kid's cartoon to get rid of the police dog. Man. I, it, it's getting out of hand. With the craziness, and that's what I want us to 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 say. Okay, listen, let's 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 not focus on this craziness, people, and let's get to a real tangible solution. Getting rid of Paw Patrol, a dog or Paw Patrol, is not the answer, and it shouldn't be something that we're calling for. Well, let me ask. You, let me let me let me be a, another devil's advocate. This has been such an extreme that we've been going through. Do you think that it's going to take equally extreme measures to get it right? Yes. I I think it takes extreme measures. However, that is not, that's, that's, that's insane. That's insane. There's a difference between extreme measures to me and insanity. Well, that is insanity. But isn't it insanity that the last wait, the last month <laughs> that May <laughs> that the all the stuff happened huh? <laughs> the last month has been extreme yeah so 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 <laughs> with, with the extreme of May we could just talk about May we ain't got we could just talk about oh, what <laughs> yeah we could just talk about May the month of May <laughs> so, it's all it's all crazy right about now yeah man. yeah yeah so, so let's give you some solutions. But those are my three things that I'm saying, people. Those are not answers. We should, those are things to me that we shouldn't be focusing on. Not abolishing 
and defund it. I don't see how that's going to help anything. Well, see, not now, getting rid of now, pop. Now, from my under, get, now, from my understanding with the defunding is they were going to take some of this money that, like, because they put there's a lot of money in that system and they were just going to take some of that money that they trying to figure out what the hell is it doing okay all right so california is taking 150 million los angeles i believe is taking uh-huh. 150 million uh-huh. new york is asking for a billion dollars to be defunded uh-huh. here's my problem with that you already have police officers who are very stressed out uh-huh who are overworked, uh-huh. underpaid, uh-huh. and you're talking about cutting their budget even more so? I'm like, I, to me, that makes no sense. Some of the some of the dumb stuff that you have going on right now is because those policemen are or feel overworked, feel stressed, and feel under underpaid, uh, uh, belittled. I think some of that. If you take away more of them, uh, uh, if you take away more officers, if you have less officers out there, but the crime is still the same. You're going to have more issues. But if if so, but, but I don't if, agree with but, this fund. But if there's some of what they're doing is part of the problem. But it's not the okay. Go ahead. But I don't think it's the money that's the cause. I agree that part of the problem is what they're doing. But to me, what you do is we do what Eric called to talk to us about. So let's go to Eric. Eric, let's talk about what you brought up last week. So what we talked about last week, for anybody that might be listening, is the value of a citizen's review board. Atlanta happens to have a pretty good one relative to what good would be, but it doesn't have enough strength. And a citizen's review board is set up for the purpose of maintaining not exclusively but maintaining a healthy correct police force in the in the municipality well let me read the mission statement do you have it in front of you um eric i got it close do you have it close enough so you can read it since this is your homework assignment well i know what the mission <laughs> statement is I, I couldn't tell it to you verbatim well, well we need it verbatim we need it verbatim oh sir. you have to get somebody else to pull that up well, I, can't I, let, I, I got can't drop I, I got it right i got it right here sir i can't drop this screen right now i i, I got it right <laughs> here sir it says okay the the mission statement is to offer citizens a fair and impartial opportunity to be heard when lodging a misconduct complaint against sworn officers of Atlanta Police Department and the Atlanta Department of Corrections and to educate the public about their rights. That is the mission statement of the Atlanta Citizens Review Board. And in that mission, they have the ability to subpoena a police officer who has been called into question about unethical behavior this is a power this means that if they have some questions about their behavior because they have the power to subpoena that means they have to answer it or they themselves will be in violation of the law and they didn't have that power in 2010 they've just had that power for about a little bit more than eight years at this point okay so what's so the like putting the is it like putting the officers on trial without a jury no 
what it is 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 giving is giving them an opportunity and no demanding that they use the opportunity to give an accurate assessment of the facts of what actually happened in any given incident rather than just being able to say I'm not answering anything I'm gonna blow it off I did what I did which is what they had been doing okay and mm-hmm. a, a solution and empowering the citizens review board would be if they had the power to interview potential officers that have finished the academy but may have had some ethical violations somewhere else and say, no, this person cannot be a police officer here and these are the reasons why and you guys missed this. A perfect example of that would be Timothy Lohman. Timothy Lohman killed Tamir Rice. He came from a previous um, police department in Independence, Ohio, a suburb of Cleveland, where they had said themselves, he's, he's a little bit too erratic to be a police officer here and we're not going to allow it anymore. So he went to Cleveland, and he met all the necessary requirements for the city of Cleveland. But had there been a citizens review board in place to say, wait a minute, we looked into something else here, because he did come from another department, and we wanted to know why he came from another department, and this is the reason why he left that department. He can't come here. Okay, let me ask you this question then. Let me ask you this. Would all the applicants go past their desk or does a red flag have to come up or does someone have to say something about it before it can it can, it can be seen by the uh, Citizen Review Board? A healthy solution would be all the applicants have to go past your desk. Yes. That would be a healthy solution. And they would, and if by some... Some unfortunate uh, mishap, they miss something and find it a year, two weeks, ten years into that person's employment, they should have the ability to fire that person. And that's totally totally reasonable because the police work for the well-being of the public, not for the well-being of the union. Now, I remember, uh, so I know in, in a few cases what happens is a police officer, if he's under, uh, if, if something happens, he can quit. He can quit the job at that precinct and then immediately go get hired at another precinct. But if he's fired or terminated, then he can't get hired. So if you resign, and they, and they know that. They know that they can resign. And if they resign, they can go pick up that job somewhere else. So that's why a lot of times they don't get fired. They they allow them to resign so they can just go and transfer to another precinct. Do you know why? Go ahead. Why that? Police unions are such in most major cities. I'm going to speak for the cities that I know well. Washington, D.C., District of Columbia, Atlanta, Georgia, Chicago, Illinois, Cleveland, Ohio, and Shaker Heights, Ohio. Okay? The unions are such that Oh, in Evanston, Illinois. The unions are such that they um, protect uh, officers' record from the public if that person had been reprimanded for some ethical violation. So in the same way that you could get fired at a job as a private sector employee and they can't get into your record, all all they could do is ask that former employer, did you work, did you work here, were you fired? That's the same thing with the police department. But this is different. This is public safety. 
and the Citizens Review Board should have access to that information. Now, it's totally reasonable that they would be held to a standard to where they can't pass that information around outside the Citizens Review Board, unless, of course, that person committed a violation against a citizen in their municipality. But if they have that information, they can say, no, not this one. Can't come through here. No. Well, let me ask you, but, okay, um, the union, how does the union interact with the Citizens Review Board? Let's talk about the union. Very poorly. Most Again, Atlanta has a pretty good Citizens Review Board relative to what Citizens Review Boards are in this country. But in Atlanta, Georgia, most of their recommendations fall short of accomplishing what they what they request to be recommended. Because the union... The union has so much opposition to their existence that the police okay. unions really don't want a citizen review board to exist. Now, see, that is, let's, get, let's, let's talk about these unions because I want to know who these unions voted for. I want to know who these unions back. Do they back the Democratic candidate or do they back the Republican candidate? Because oh. if you're telling me and I need to, and I, I'd like to know. And the reason why I'd like to know is because now, to the candidate, why are you? And this is where it goes back to voting. And if you look at the ten ways under the Atlanta City Review Board, they have ten ways you can make a difference in officer accountability. The number one rule, the number one they have, the number one way they say is to vote. And so I would like. That's why I would like to know which candidate. These unions are supported because these candidates need to hold these unions accountable and tell these unions, okay, yeah, we want your vote and we will take your vote. However, I mean, we want your backing. I'll take your backing. I thank you for that. But that does not mean just because you back me, I'm not going to hold y'all accountable and make your officers come to the table and be reviewed by us. Because it's wrong for our constituents who live in that community to have to be subjected to that type of oversight. Well, not oversight, but to that undersight, if you will. Because you're not holding them accountable. Well, the unions back both parties, and sometimes the unions even back independents. The unions operate as a voting block. And like any other voting block, what they decided is in their best interest, that's who they're going to push for. Exactly. However, however, what would be an additional benefit for a good citizens review board is if they have some, if they have some strong input, influence, ability to say this needs to be in the curriculum at the police academy and make sure yeah. that it gets in there. Because there's some things that are in the police academy or there's some things that are not in police academy training that should be in police academy training, and the Citizens Review Board, I repeat, police officers work for the well-being of the public, should be able to have some insight on that, you know? For, I, I think one of the first things that they need to start doing is, is doing a better uh, vetting process, a more, in, uh, more in-depth vetting process. So when we talk about the police reform, I think vetting these officers is one of the first things that we need to do. I want to look look at that social media before before you allow that candidate to go to the police academy. Do we look? Do they look at their social that that, 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 that candidate's 
social media to find out if there's any type of racist organization or 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 dialect or conversation or behavior pattern that that person has. To me, that person, if, if you if you see that, that to me that's just throw up a red flag because how can I look at that person as being a a non-biased police officer? You're already going in with biases. Looking at yeah. looking at people, members of a certain race and thinking uh, and thinking of them as criminals, so you're going to automatically treat them as criminals, even if they may be the victim. Well, that they know how to hide that these days. These these folks that are into that kind of stuff, a lot of them don't, but most of them do. They got enough sense not to keep that out in the public. But what would be what would be good for me as a citizen? to see is if these guys and women in these academies had to do some community service work that was not directly related to police work in order to get out of the academy in the municipality where they want to be police officers. And it had to be it would have to be something that was on a list of things that shows that this is good civic community service behavior in order to get out. And they'd have to do X amount of hours get it to get it done you know and it could be something as simple as um putting helping to put together a program with a group of teachers and principals that have already established how they want to get it done but you're doing you're helping getting some of the leg work done and, and that's part of you getting out of the academy because that shows that you have some degree of investment in the well-being of the community that you trying to get employment in in addition to that uh, a more difficult one might be is working on campaign. Not working on campaigns, but working at polling stations in order mm-hmm. to get out the academy. You know, you got to spend some time working at polling stations, seeing people vote and, you know, observing, observing and helping make sure that people get moving. You know, maybe sit, maybe your community service might be something to the degree of you got to sit on the um, whatever that bus is that goes from downtown Atlanta all the way up Peachtree Road to the end to the end of the line, you got to sit on that bus for a couple hours a day and just kind of help keep order to some degree, but not as a police officer. You know, I believe. Um, oh man, that, that, I've that, that's difficult there. That, that would be difficult. I've I bet it would be, but it sure would help. I've sure would, I, I don't know people, about because when people are invested in a community, they're more likely they're more likely to take better care of the people that are in that community. Yes. I've always you. said that they need to go back to beat having beat cops. Well, they had that walking the street. Walking yeah, they the, had that. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about okay. the, 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 these some of these some of these others. If this if this is where you police, you have to get out and be in that community. You got to get out and get to know these people. You got to walk these blocks. Walk they these neighborhoods, walk these streets. Because I feel that if the people, if you get the, you as a police get to know the people, the people get to know you as a police officer, you have more of a respect. Because then you get to see these people as human. Mm-hmm. And the people also get to see you as human. Because so right we, now, we're I think talking that, about, we're talking about individual neighbors. You're talking about individual neighborhoods, correct? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the, the, the neighborhoods that they service. Mm-hmm. The neighborhoods that you service. I, 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 I'm pretty sure you have a certain area. I, I'm not sure how it goes. But if you have a certain area that you patrol, you have to get out and spend time and, and, and get out and walk that beat and walk them pe- and meet those people. Go through those communities. Get to know the people and the people get to know you. That way, Go to the city council meetings. You know, that should be part of your responsibility as a police officer but it that also, works in the community. But it also has to be the, 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 the community's um, responsibility also. Yes. To go to the same meetings. To get to know. Because just as they are responsible for their side, we are also responsible. That is number seven on the ten ways you can make a difference in officer accountability. Go to the meeting. You know, but well, uh, okay. not just go. Not just go to the meetings. Be a participant in the meeting. Take good notes. Make your own homework assignments, and be prepared to make contributions for the next meeting or to the people that are involved in things that are going on in the interim of the next meeting that was referenced in the previous meeting. You know, but as as the citizens review board goes. If they could push to get what I was describing done, that would help a lot. I think I think it all would be. I think that is a solution. I think that is a practical solution. You know, some of the things that we have discussed. Um, I think now are, are, are we are we done with the, the, the that that part that portion of the solution? Officers that have drug and alcohol problems that are that have been that have been. Proven to be so, alcoholics, yeah. dope heads, can't be a cop anymore. Period. Yeah. You gotta get, and that's, and, and you know, that's another thing we don't, that I think they don't do a great job of is getting those guys help, but also identifying and, and, and making it known that it's a problem. Because what? They, they consider drinking as a way to take away all the stress that you have from being a cop, but that's not healthy though. So I, I agree with you on that. They, if you, if you have drug abuse problems, alcohol, alcohol abuse problems, you at least need to be suspended until you get that stuff in order. Here's the problem though. There, the pushback from the union would be this. Well, what we're going to get is a bunch of people that hide their problems. If they know they can't stay on the job, you're going to fire them. Well, need to be more aggressive about getting rid of them then let them hide it if they hide it that's all the more reason to get rid of them yeah you have to be sane sober and at least somewhere around average intelligence to maintain yourself as a police officer Mm. period okay 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 hey 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 kudos kudos Um, do you feel do you feel that what about do you feel about the the disbanding or abolishing of the police force and then reinstating a citizen patrol force. That's absurdity. I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even have a conversation with somebody about that. Minneapolis <laughs> Minneapolis had three a few hours ago, I'm Minneapolis and they say within a year they plan think of and and the thing about that is those officers who are currently serving 
How would you feel knowing that in a year from now you're not going to have that job? Are you going to be out there right now doing your damnedest? I, I say you should, but I think most of us are going to be trying to probably find another place to go right now. Yeah. Because why are you telling me you telling me that you're going to get rid of me in a year? I might as well go ahead and find another job now. So I think they did a disservice to that community. Well, by doing this. What? There was a vote on that, but it wasn't. It was a vote by the people that are in public office. That's a yeah. that's a vote for the private citizens to make a decision on, and they're not gonna win that. Yeah, they're not gonna win that. That's absurdity, man. Police for what do you, what right. do you mean? The, the, the city council voted on it. Yeah, that's a that's absurdity, man. That, yeah. That's that is total absurdity. But what that's if a, what if the police office, like I say, like I said before, what if the what if they're so corrupt from the inside out? What do you do then? Get new officers. That's it, man. And you have to break, you have to reduce the power of the union to be allowed. Here's here's the here's one of the larger problems. To me, it's the largest, but I don't know so much to say that I'm the only authority on this. But here's the largest problem to me, and one of the larger problems for sure in police departments. They embrace, and I'm using this word strictly. They embrace the abuse. Of credibility of their fellow officers, they embrace it. That is the biggest yeah. problem in police department. A guy could pull you off the street, grab you, put you in handcuffs, say that he suspect you look like a suspect from some crime that he was supposed to be investigating, which you don't. And then when they put you in handcuffs, if you jerk a little bit, you're resisting, and then let you go. And this happens a lot. And then just go on and it never even get reported. And if they get questioned on it, it's like, well, you know, the dude was getting smart with me. Who else can verify yeah. that? Nobody needs to verify that. I said it. See, they yeah. embrace that kind of behavior, and it escalates. They need to get rid of that. They got they have poor follow-up. That's another big thing that police departments have. You're going to give somebody a ticket for whatever the reason may be, and then you don't show up in court. Okay. Now, now, <laughs> now um, when we have um, Officer Carl... Mobley in um a lot he said a lot of the problem is uh, on us is that we don't take out that um that complaint we don't file the complaint that's true and follow up and follow up it, because i mean but filing the complaint now that officer has to go in front of the ia uh, at least have to you know make a statement on this so a lot of the problem is us. So a lot of it is the education that we get on how to deal with the police force. Well, so Carl would the, tell you the learning your so learning your laws is another solution. Learn Carl, your law. Carl would tell Learn you this. Right. Maybe he might tell you this, but I know it's true. Um, going in front of internal affairs is usually a bunch of baloney. You know. They ain't going to do nothing to that cop. unless I mean, if it's something like real serious, like they kill somebody, they're going to get aggressive about that. But if it's, if it's some stuff that even can be proven, even if it can be proven that the cop was wrong, and it was something like, you know, you elbowed somebody in the head when you were trying to get out the club, and then that person punched you in your face, and y'all got into a fight and you arrested them, they'll blow that off. They, they, they will yeah. completely blow that off. Even though the cops started it because they elbowed somebody in the head. You it, know? It, it, 
it, it, it was it, we, we, it was a struggle. We were in a, it was a passionate fight. Right, <laughs> passionate fight. Right, or or you were asleep. They caught you. They caught you were supposed to be on patrol, but the neighbor of the woman you've been messing around with saw you over at her house for two hours, but you were supposed to be out on patrol. What? <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. They blow it off, man. So that's not a reason for you not to follow the complaint, file the complaint. But you got to follow yeah. up, man. Yeah. And you got and you got to brace yourself because if you if you follow up and it looks like they ain't doing anything and you keep following up, they're gonna look for a reason to try to get it something on you. I've had that experience. I know that don't mean stop following up. That means keep following up. They work for the well-being of the public. That's what they're supposed to be doing. All right, fellas. Um, we finna um finna get ready to switch this over. Um, we ain't going to it because um I got I, I we got to touch on um part of a conversation that me and a friend of mine had. So um don't go. We ain't going nowhere. We just I'm finna switch it over. We finna get ready to go off air. Um, if, if you want to keep listening to what we doing, we on Facebook Live at Talking Randomish. You can also, like I say, find this program. It's gonna be posted tomorrow at um. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Play Podcasts, also on Spotify Podcast. But uh, we gone. Now, my me and my man, like I said, I've talked to a couple of people, you know, just trying to find solutions. My man, Garrett Murray, um, Facebook, my boy BG, uh, he made a p- couple of posts. And one of his posts, it says, if we put our hands together and our pockets together, we can achieve what we want. Until then, we will suffer. One of the other ones that he posted, and um, what does that mean? What does that pray? Huh? If we put our hands together and our pockets okay. together as black folk, so join forces. If we join hands and we and we put our pockets together, yes. I wish okay. people wouldn't talk in parables so much, but okay, I'm listening. <laughs> hey man, everybody is a philosopher, man. Right, right. <laughs> okay, now well, this is the one. That kind of me, me, me and Will kind of we was having the HBCU conversation. Kind of, he said, "It is said that there's 40 plus million black folks here in the United States." 46. If that is true, say if we take if we got half of them to participate, that's and get 20 million of those. Each of them put five dollars in. That's a hundred million dollars. And we keep doing this city by city. We can build our own. We can start taking money, transferring it to power, being able to do some of the things that we need to do as a community. What do y'all think about that? I, I, I first want to ask, and here's my here's my serious what on what? Thank you, Eric. Here's my serious question to the to black people. Are we trying to build our own black America inside America? Or are we trying to say that we're going to make sure that y'all see us equal and we are going to have our equal rights? Because I think that's why I, I, I'm, I'm seeing two different things. And that's why I think the struggle is in the, with the black people that are in America. We all want different things. We don't want the same 
then. We have a group who wants to segregate black people from America. And we have a group that says, okay, let's make sure that we're all, we're all looked at as America. So which are we trying to do? Well, and I think that is the first thing is to get a, a together, get together and say, okay, which one are you really, which one do we need? And which one benefits the black people in America? I, I would be more inclined to say consider which, what's already available to us as a community and measure yeah. to what degree we take advantage of that. I mean, they, we, have H, we have HBCUs. They exist. You don't have yeah. to go out and start at Hampton University. It's right there on the coast of the Atlantic Ocean in Virginia. We also have taxpayer-funded neighborhood public schools, which contrary to some people's popular belief, are our most available nonprofits. And we do have influence on who teaches there, who's the principal there, who's the janitor there, and some, some influence on what the curriculum is. But how many people join a PTA in order to work as a group to implement those things? You could, there are okay, PTAs but, 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 that go out okay, and well, let me teachers. Ask you, well, let me, ask you, let me ask you this question then, Eric, about these public schools. And uh-huh. these schools where most of the, the kids... Are black and brown. Uh huh. When you don't have black and brown, you don't have the black, the number of teachers that are black and brown, mm-hmm. the number of administrators, the administrators that are black and brown, and the, mm-hmm. the number of school board members that are black and brown. Don't leave out the last. Don't leave out the first most important part. You don't have no. no you don't have. You don't have a good number of parents or guardians. That are active participants in the well-being no, of the school. Thank you. That are black and brown. That's it. I'm not just talking about people that have kids that are students in the schools. I'm talking about people that might live across the street from the school, and their kids graduated years ago, or their kids aren't even old enough to go to the school yet, or they don't have kids. Here, and that's why, and that's why I go with, and and, and that that's why I have to go with personal accountability. Well, wait a minute. I, I, let, me, I, let me bring let me bring this in too. Let me bring this in too. We have a mutual funds corporation like um, Aerial Investments. Okay, Aerial Investments. One of one of their chief board of trustees is Melody Hobson. She's married to George Lucas, the guy that started Star Wars. Okay, Melody's black. Melody's mm-hmm. black. The guy that started the company is black. Eric Holder is one of the board of trustees. He's black. And if you look at you can go on their website and see what their total assets are, and then you compare that to the number of black people that have assets available. That already exists. So we have we have a um, we have a black owned investment company, and we have black banks. So I mean, talking about starting yeah, stuff, there's things that existed. To what degree are we invested in them, including and, our and public that, schools? And that's exactly, and and that's part of the, and that's why I go with saying. We need to not create a separate America inside of America. I, I, but I think that what we already have in place, we need to make it better. We need to improve it. 
Okay, but let me and ask you. Okay, okay, let me let me let me. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, I, I get everything that y'all are saying. And be clear, Melody Hobson been down with Ariel Investments long before she got married to George Lucas. George Lucas. Be okay. clear on that. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, 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 every other ethnicity, every other race in America has their own, except blacks. On what? And that we don't. What do they have their own that we don't have? As I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna I'm I'm go. I'm gonna go with you on this, though, uh, Rick. I gotta. I gotta so, say this because I see what they do, and we don't do it. But it's that, our fault. It, it, what do they have that we don't this, have? This, listen to what I'm saying. They, they don't have a good organization, and they don't have. They don't. What we. What they have that we don't have is love and respect. For each other, for their neighborhood, for each other, they keep in their neighborhood and they build in their community. Uh-huh. We don't build in our communities that we currently have. We have communities that I grew up in a community where my grandmother was an entrepreneur. She ran a business out of her house. We had a store in our neighborhood. All right, we had a public park that was our people ran the public park mm-hmm. in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But then, what happened? Yeah, it, it, it was a public park, just, but it was in our neighborhood for our neighborhood. The city basically helped fund that park for us, but you know what we did? We didn't keep it up. We didn't. We 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 let our community down. We have to police, We have to start better policing our own communities. Now that's yeah, true. And that's what, but, see, that's but, true. See, but see, but see, we have to build our own, but we don't. This, but, but, see, but but see this is and this is why this is why what he said this is why what my what he said is we have to come together we have to come together to do these things yeah and we have to and back to the policing that I said the word snitch I said we were gonna get back to the word snitching define it the def, the definition of a snitch is if me and me and will go out here and rob the bank. And I tell on Will, I just snitched on Will. Right. That's what a snitch is. What a snitch ain't. What a snitch is not. If me, Will, and Eric all live in the neighborhood. Eric is the dope man in the neighborhood. Rick is a hard worker. Will is a hard worker. We done done tried to get Eric up out the neighborhood. Yeah. Eric won't go out the neighborhood. We call we call the police on Eric to get Eric about the neighborhood. Yeah. That is not snitching. And then the then the knuckleheads in the neighborhood think that you are. But see, guess that's what I'm who, saying. That's we have guess to what, and guess what? Other communities don't have that. The, well, Jew, the Jewish community and the Korean community, they don't allow that in their neighborhood. You know, Actually, I saw very, I saw, I saw a very interesting interview on, 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 and I'm gonna say on Vlad TV. Saw a very interesting interview, Chinese guy. I think I've mentioned this before. Chinese rapper, whatever he was, I, I can't remember who the guy's name is right now. But he admitted, and he said, he said, we don't sell drugs in our community. We take the drugs over to the black community, and there were black people who were pissed and like. Oh, he's a sellout. He just, I'm like, wait a minute, how are you calling this dude a sellout? This Chinese dude, and y'all are mad at him because he doesn't 
kill his own people? And he said, what kind of sense does it make for me to hang out on the corner in my neighborhood and when the cops ride up, the cops see me and the cops going to arrest me and I'm killing my own people. But yet you take it over there to that neighborhood. And we get mad at them and we still do it to our own people. So my thing is, no, it's not snitching. No. If you need to clean up your neighborhood. I just I just um I just um heard an interview with Kenny Gamble. Um or Gamble and Huff, Philadelphia International. Um they came to fame in the sixties and seventies. The Philly, the Philly sound they had um Yeah, they building schools. Yeah, Teddy Pettygrass and all them. Well, they, they were building from, schools. Um, yes, they was from South Philly. Yeah. From South Philly. And um, he got a little money moved out, but then he thought about it. He kept he um, Kenny Gamble. He said that um, he had to ask himself. I keep asking the question: What what is somebody going to do? What is somebody going to do? And I, I had to ask myself: What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So that's when he moved because he had moved. You know, he had you know got a little money. He moved out to the burbs too, but then one day he was like, "I got to go back to the neighborhood and buy it, yeah. buy the block." And he started to buy properties in the neighborhood until he got they, they got enough pro- I think they got blocks of property in the neighborhood and they went started to clean up the neighborhood but this is and and, and this is what you know putting the money together well, we don't have it's to not, put, it's not just enough to buy up the block it's to yeah. be very it's to be very selective as the once you bought a house on the block don't just put a tenant in there because they got the money to, to pay the bill. Put a tenant right. in there who's going to join the PTA. Oh no, that is, I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, we have to. We like I said, um, we have to build our communities, and that's that's that to me is not trying to build a separate America. It's trying to build your community so that you can be get your part of the American dream because that's what that that to me is what every other nation, nationality does. Well, our national yeah. black black people do that too. But here's something else that you should bring you since we were talking a little bit about the, about the police neighborhoods like that that are built up and the and the resident and the buildings are stacked with people that are very civic minded. Those are neighborhoods that the police got enough sense to know if they call, we coming to show up because we want that place yeah. to stay clean. Yeah, those are the neighborhoods where if you see like the neighborhood I grew up in. Uh, for the most part, there are exceptions to this. They grew up in my neighborhood. I grew up on the edge on a very large city park that's still well-maintained. And if somebody, um, you might get jumped on a, bo- a, fo- a bottle of four, uh, an empty 40-ounce of OD in the street, you really might get jumped. <laughs> you really might get jumped. <laughs> but, I mean, and, they, and not only jump, but then still be made to clean it up. Yeah, but but that to, but but that to me is that's not trying to be separate. That's not trying to be from a separate thing. That's trying to. But I agree. Um, like when me and Will was talking about the HBCU thing, and 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 how do we build up the HBCU? I think this is like the money. Like say if. They, we took we say we took this 20, 20 million people everybody get five twenty million people get five dollars 
That's a hundred million dollars. Say we take some of that money and go to one of these HBCUs and build it up like one of these SEC programs. Say Georgia, Alabama. You go bit the, the the facilities and the things that will bring these kids to this school, and we do it one at a time. To me, I think so, that's a a so viable. We're saying, huh? I I got what we're saying because here's the thing. I, I I get what we're saying about that's not very cost-effective. Why is it? I, I, I feel. Go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead. No, I feel we can build up the HBCUs, right? And, and I and I got it. But my 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 question is is what are we what are we what are we, what's the goal? The goal is to build up the HBCUs so that we can better educate the students of my of minority or or, or, or what? I, I'm I'm trying to I, I I really always try to think of okay, what's the goal? Like, what is it that we're trying to achieve? To build, to build better citizens who have a, more flexibility to build better families, to build better communities that contribute to the school. Yes. If you go okay, to Georgia, so, if you if you go to Washington D.C., the neighborhood that surrounds Georgetown University is dang near all million-dollar homes. It didn't happen overnight. The neighborhood that surrounds Morehouse College. They're probably about main. I would say the medium house over there is about maybe sixty grand. That's not that's not either good or bad to me. But how? What kind of people are? What kind of people are living in those homes? You know, and what type of what type of situations are their lives? You and know? I think we had a conversation before about about we had a conversation before about. I think we talked about what UGA and we talked about Morehouse. Mm-hmm. The, the houses, the houses around UGA, the UGA campus, mm-hmm. and the houses around the Morehouse campus. Mm-hmm. So, and, and what we we look at, and what well, what I look at is, we have people who live in the community who are, to me, once again, you got to care about yours. Yes. If you don't care about, I can't. No matter how much money I throw at you, no matter how much education I try to provide you. If you don't care about yours, it's, I'm, I'm just I'm just wasting money. So when I look at AT&T, Bank of America, and all these organizations saying, we're going to give millions and billions of dollars to the black community, I think to myself, I say, okay, but throwing money at a problem that no one knows how to fix or no one is willing to actually really fix, it's just wasting money. Well, to well, me, well, to me, I think with AT and T and Coca Cola and all these big known corporations, what they need to do is put them. Uh, 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 what they do also is start putting people, non-whites, in positions in top in top positions that are qualified I- to be in top positions. I, I'm, I'm worried about that. I, I, I'm that person who says hire the best person possible. But but I, I, it's been but, 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 only, but, the Fortune. This you heard of the Fortune 500 yeah. companies. There's only four yeah. black CEOs in the Fortune 500 company. And you can't tell yeah. me. You can't tell me that there's not 
other qualified blacks but to run some of these Fortune 500 companies. You can't that's tell really me. Not, that's really not a good focus. I, I accept I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I'm a because the country, the country runs on the strength of the middle class, the economic middle class, not people that are rent, just living near, but they poor. I'm talking about the economic middle class. And if there were more people working in these Fortune 500 companies that were in the economic middle class that were black and lived in black neighborhoods, that, then that's more property taxes, and there were more people in the economic black middle class that were invested in municipal bonds, which are designed strictly for the purpose of government taking a loan out from the community to build up that mm-hmm. community and then paying that money back with interest. More people invested in things like that that were black. That would help more. Now, I use Georgetown as an example but me and my boy, when we were in undergrad at Morehouse, and we had both been to Georgetown before, we we did a test between the two of us and walked from Morehouse down to White Park. And I was like, the same thing you notice here is the same thing you notice at Georgetown. You can walk two miles before you start seeing any, if you see any at all, trash on the street. It's because even though these people aren't making as much money as those homes in Georgetown, they're still putting their trash in the trash can. They're still cutting their yards, you know? They're just not rich like that, and you don't need to be rich. I didn't say be rich, but just just like pride in yours, right? That's what those people do in the West End. They ain't got a lot, but they take most of them are taking care of what they got. But you don't need a lot. You don't need a lot. You don't need a lot, but you you also need to see. It's also good to have examples to to see that you can. Hope goes a long way. And when you can look at some of these com- companies and see that some of the top people in some of these companies look like you, talk like you, come from where you come from, I think that's 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 I think that's a sign of give you a, something that gives some people hope. Well, if there were more people, I, I, I agree with you on, on on certain part, Rick. I can agree with you on that on, to a certain extent, and the. the only drawback I have on that is I still say everything starts at home. And by saying that, if your parents aren't instilling in you and taking a part in you to show you that you can do more than become a athlete, there's more ways to becoming. But I get everything. I get everything you're saying, but. Most of us as kids, we hear what our parents say, but we don't hear what our parents say. Well, start start before that. If we did a better job as a community of people of planning our children prior to conception, before you become a parent, build your team with that woman, build your team with that man, and then if we did a better job at that, I'm a product of an unplanned pregnancy. My oldest and my oldest daughter is a product of an unplanned pregnancy. And although we're reasonably decent people, you can walk through both of our childhood histories and see this is this is what happens. These are some things that went wrong, and these are the reasons why they went wrong. Because those two people wasn't down for one another, so they really went all that down for the kids. But, 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 but we can go. But you got to plan them before but, you make but, them. But you can go to other communities and see the same thing. But a lot of them have not as much. Example. But but it's there. Not as much. 
and because it, because it exists so much in our community, even though even though there's a even though things balance out for our folks for the most part, there's a reason why most black people are made it to the middle class because it does balance out for the most part. There's a lot of things that didn't get accomplished, and it's reflective of the community that didn't get accomplished because people didn't plan their kids prior to conception. If you weren't if you weren't friends with the mother, and then you grew to dislike her, but now you got one on the way, that's a problem. If you didn't if you didn't know if you didn't know how much it costs to get that kid from zero to the age twenty two from wherever you're gonna live and maintain it in the middle class, that's a problem. I agree. I, agree. I, I have to. I, 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 my kids, my first, my first, my first, my son, my oldest son. We we didn't plan him, but and, but you know we had to do what it took to to, to make our lives better you had and to take care of him. You had to double yeah. time it, and you you had, you had to change it with your ideas of what you were actually planning to do, like go to college for four years. No, you got you got a kid to take care of now. Yep. So I, I, I look at it as, that's why when I hear some people use excuses as to, well, they can't do it or couldn't do it because of the child or they had a child at an early age, to me that's not an excuse. You, I, I, I have to say that we do, we, we got to do better at choosing who you have that baby by. That is another solution. You, you Wait, 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 wait. Change your language just a little bit. Just This is a request, not a demand. Change your language just a little bit. Not do better about who you had that baby by. Do better about who you pick to even conceive a baby. Do okay. better with that. I, yeah. I'll tell you, I had I had this conversation with a, a great friend of mine uh, just the other day. And I told her, I said, look, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to put this on women. Because women, y'all have to choose better. Y'all, you, you know this guy is not worth a damn. But you're still choosing the street. You know he has three kids that he's already not taken care of. So why are you having a baby with him? So I, I do put that on. I, I, I say to my... But you can't. My, but but, but that's 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 that. But that goes both ways. Sure does. That's great, great, great. I'm gonna tell you. Ways. I'm gonna tell you why I don't put it both ways. Here's why I don't put it both ways. They should tell us something very. They should tell us something funny, but very true. Women are in charge. Women should have all right to abortion. But, all right. It, it, they, it, it, they are the ones who say I can have an abortion. All right. Men should shut up. You have no fight in that. You're right. However, you're, you're, women, you're if you choose to have that baby with that guy, you understand that that guy probably is going to walk out. But we got to so get pregnant. So therefore, you should know you should choose better about having women choose who they have. Men, men don't choose a woman. Yes, they we ain't gonna act like women. there's not and, and, and we're not gonna act like that there's some women out here that don't deserve to be what do you mean mom uh, there's some women out here that don't deserve to be slept with touched exactly i agree so, I agree so, 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 so what i'm do. saying is well, both think- of us have to do a better job but what i say but what i'm saying is Women, what I'm saying to the women, here's my thing to the women. You're going to be the mother of that child. More than likely, that you're not that that guy isn't gonna say, okay, we had a baby, now I'm taking that baby with me. No. 
You're well, more than likely going to get stuck with that child. So you we have, we have the solution, Will. Who you have sex with. Here's the solution, Will, because this could be a function of the taxpayer-funded neighborhood public schools. We could do this. Um, we should have we should have classes that are designed on planning parenthood. Because we are, all three of us know Planned Parenthood don't plan parenthood. That ain't their thing. No. That's just their name. But we could talk, we could do, we could be, it could be part of our public school curriculum about planning parenthood. Use the school, you know, the school would be like, okay, in this neighborhood where this school is, this is what it costs to get a kid from zero to age 22. This is what the cost is of a house in this neighborhood. This is what the cost is of utilities in this neighborhood. This is what the cost is of time and energy in this neighborhood. Even though you'd be a property owner in this neighborhood, which means your property taxes contribute to the school, this is what the school budget is for um, these teachers, principals, janitors, and landscapers. I mean, really put it in their head, because then, I promise you, more so, more so girls than boys, but it's on both of them, more so girls than boys, that's going to soak in their head, and they're going to be like, I'm going to be the one walking around with this person growing in me, and i got a better understanding of what this costs now. You know, hey, maybe you're going to be on government assistance for insurance. Well, this is how much this insurance covers. (laughs) And this is what it doesn't cover. You know? We have to, uh, like I say, the the bottom line is we have to do a better job as a community. Yeah. As a community. And and, and, And we stand to progress better if we can come together and do this. Well, there's this, there's this, I hope you two aren't contributors to this, but there's this foolish belief that black people aren't working together on large scale now. A lot of people don't believe that we are. But these schools that we're talking about wouldn't exist if we weren't working together on a large scale. These parks wouldn't exist. Aerial mutual funds, I'm just using them. They wouldn't exist. They're, we're working together on large scales. In a, in a correct direction, w- w- some there's of just us, not enough of us. That, that's that's it. That's it. I think until then, until what the, it is, is we're not. I think what we see here is that yeah, we're working on on the business side. You're right, and yeah, higher the side. Yeah, but but in the what what I'm looking at is in the local communities. Are the local communities taking care of each other in that community? Are they take? Are we taking care of our community? No. Are we building up our community? No. There's convenience stores that we know that are owned by people who are not of our race in our community. Are why are we the ones running those stores in those communities? Well, go go to the Korean neighborhood. Go to the Korean and the Jewish neighborhood. Those stores that's in their neighborhoods and around their neighborhoods, they run those. And also look at the school boards. They are, they run those. We have to take control of our communities. We have to police our communities. We have to keep our money in our communities. We have to learn. We we, we have to do this. And and I, like I say, I'm not saying do this to get away from America. Because we're in America. We all bo- we, we're here. So we got to make this work for us. And understand what resources are available. My boy's store in Chicago, my boy Lindy. Lindy owns a corner store. Basically, he sells what corner stores do: carryouts, handful of handful of groceries, you know, run numbers, things like that. Okay, but I had to take some kids over to his store to let them know that anything that you can get, because we're in the 21st century now, 
almost anything you could get at that big grocery store that you usually go to, you could get from him. You might have to pay him in advance so he could order it, but he could have that same stuff shipped to his store that they could have shipped to that store. You just can't come in here and be like, oh, because he doesn't have the storage facility that these big grocery stores have. You just can't buy it and then come in here and say you don't want it after you done bought it, you know? And he might charge you he might charge you a dollar more than what the grocery store is charging you because he doesn't have the overhead that the grocery store has to protect his to protect his cost, but you could get it done. But that but but that's the thing. Him having that stuff there, his property taxes is going to that community. Right. So that's what I'm saying. That that's so when I say that's that's what we say when we put our hands together and put our money together. It's about building our community. And tell on people to steal. And tell our people to steal. Tell on people to steal. And tell on people. That's police in the community, man. Lenny and them broke up money. The very dude that I'm talking to you about right now broke up some dudes just two months ago that went in there and stole a bunch of stuff out of his store. But they didn't want to take the time out to break up them dudes. They would have preferred to have just sold that stuff. But somebody, some folks came in there and robbed their store and they got broke up. But not only did they get broke up, Lenny lost the money because he couldn't put the stuff back on the shelf. Well, at least they know. At least the, now, now, hopefully, if more folks in the community know, hey, we we not we not we not messing up that one. Well, they knew that before because somebody told on them. Well, you know, <laughs> it would say. be it would be so nice to be able to go into some of our, our lower end income neighborhood corner stores and not have to talk to somebody through some counter to ceiling bulletproof glass because they got to be careful <laughs> that somebody might come in and blow their head off. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, take police our own area, take care police. of our own. Let them know that that is an off-limits, no crime is going to be done at that business or to that business. Yes. We won't play that in our neighborhood. No. It would be so nice if you, could walk, if you could walk to your corner store that's open at 11 o'clock at night in the middle of the summer, your woman, and she don't have to get you to walk with her. She could just go and be straight. She, you know she's you know she going to make it back. But that's when the that's called the community is gonna take care. Like back in the day when you used to get that whooping all up and down the street, and by the time you get home, they done called and told you what they done whooped your what you got that whooping for. Man, I'm here to tell you those corner stores are resort are are have resources today that they didn't have when when the three of us we're all in the same within three years of one another. They have resources now that they did not have when we were kids. Of course. When somebody could go to that store and say, hey, here's $200. I want this many cases of broccoli, green beans, and cauliflower. Can you get it shipped to your store and I'll come pick it up here? And they're like, it could be here by the end of the week. That's something, that didn't exist when I was a teenager. If you wanted that, you needed to go to, you needed to, go to Kroger. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, but like I said, that's, that's what it's going to take. But, I mean, I think we done did a pretty good job here tonight, bro. Better than most. Yeah, I mean, we, but, but, like I said, we have to. But these conversations got to be continue to be had. We got to continue. We have to continue to have both sides of the conversation and support broadcasts like y'all's. I support y'all's broadcasts. That's clear. I, su- I, I salute to you, bro. More, pe- more people should be, should be supporting broadcasts like y'all's. I thank you. I if think you got your electric, if you paying your electric bill or your internet bill, you could tune in to Rick and Will. <laughs> you know, the talking random ish. And you and With they, and y'all don't. It don't have to be random, cause y'all ain't like that. I was able to say to y'all, let's talk about the Citizens Review Board, and y'all were with it. 
Let's do it. I mean, I'm, I'm, we, we're about trying to find solutions. Yep. We're about trying to find solutions. We're about trying to com- build, build the community. We're about trying to build the community with our community first, and then we will contribute to the nation. I just want to start in our community. Yep. That's it. Will, you got anything to say? Why? Well, I think I haven't talked enough for tonight, bro. I am, I am, I am about to try to just let loose, relax my mind, and prepare for Monday. Watch the news and hope nothing else crazy happens in America. Come Amen. on, people. Let's, let's, just, let's just all do better. Let's just all do better for each other. Hey, hey, man. Hey, uh, so we gonna uh, get us some Kente calls and do the Democrat shuffle. <laughs> Let's do it, man, yeah. boy. But that was the, that, the, that that was the funny thing I've seen all week, though. <laughs> the Democrat with that Kente cloth on. But, but, oh God! Oh man! I, I I don't even know what it. Man, I'm telling you, they trying too hard for y'all both. Bro. They trying too hard. Boy, they panda. <laughs> but man, it's oh, about that time. God. Hey, Eric. Well, I want to thank you. Thank you. And thank you, man, to keep supporting us, man. Uh, we, we we appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, thank you. And, and keep telling folks about us. I mean, tell the haters. Tell more haters than lovers because the haters spread the word a lot quicker than the hate lovers do. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Say yes, that sir. twice. That's the, haters, the haters keep tuning in so they can see what they're more mad about this. Hey. What, what they're mad about this week. Need more haters. <laughs> Hashtag need more haters. Hey, y'all, it's about that time to sweep the flows. Clean the Clippers. Eric. Yo. Since you be here so damn much, the bathroom is yours. The shop is now closed. Let it fellas. Get out. Talking.